okay. That's not how I go. How I go? Thank you. Nope. <laughs> no, you're Send not going to finesse me. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. Hi. Welcome. You've got mail. This is Jody. You are making us lose listeners. Okay? No, we're not. They is into it. If you're into it, press one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you're not into it, press two. What's up? Anywho. Anyway, hey, y'all. Y'all or me? I have a question. <laughs> I have two requests. All right. If you listen to this podcast right now, I need you to open up your iPhone because that's who I'm talking to. Sorry. Or your iPad or your MacBook, whichever device that is from Apple that you're using. I need you to click on the fifth star, rate us five stars. And if you have a time, leave us a comment. I don't care if you got to say love or good or heaven sent. Please pay them more. Do what you got to do. Give us... <laughs> Give us some more ratings and reviews. That really does help us um, receive more visibility. And for for you, for those of you who found this podcast just from using the podcast app, you probably found it because of reviews and comments and likes. And they've kind of put us in the likes or mix with other podcasts. I really would appreciate it. And if you guys have any subjects or topics that you like for us to cover, please. Please. Send us a DM. Um, the podcast page is just simply OD Podcast. O D P O D C A S T. Yep. My my Instagram account is uh dot Leisha. That's U H H dot L I C I A. And Draco can be found at D R V C O. Okay. I can tell my own name. Well, I already told him. So now what? And the second request <laughs> is to drink water, because when you drink water, pussy water, then it's a cream. You're so darn disrespectful. See, he don't have to edit these episodes and listen to these weird sounds, okay? I know. I'm sorry. He's just self. He only care about self. That's not true. <laughs> so, this week's Hotline Highlight is actually a friend of mine. We went to high school together. Her name is Olivia Boykin. She can be found on Instagram at fashion underscore four reek. So, basically, it's fashion freak, but it's spelled fashion underscore number four R-E-A-K. Olivia is a, uh, she's a creator of No Instructions where she makes custom clothes, gowns, dresses. I mean, she makes beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. And, um, <laughs> and honestly, I've seen her grow over the years and I'm, she's, she's come up. I mean, I think her mother is also a, a clothing designer who has done a lot of things for high profile people, et cetera, et cetera. But she's very, very, very good at what she does. And I'm glad she has, at one point she was doing it and she kind of like took a break. She just recently graduated from college. She got her degree. I think she got it in, um, business marketing i could be wrong but olivia does beautiful dresses honest to god you would not regret it just check out her page i'll put the link in the show notes and check it out tell od podcast sent you so next time you have an event formal informal if you have a family member that's going to prom you got a birthday party i think olivia would be a great resource she's from the west side black owned business you know what i'm saying she's cool people and she's funny so that way you get some entertainment and great product all at once so shout out to you olivia i know she's not expecting this but here we go and that's that on it. Period. <laughs> and her um the no instructions Instagram is just no dot instructions. All right. What's up? Um, so for today's shout out. We, <laughs> we got, make a new theme song every week. But carry that's on. That's what we do. You never know what you're gonna get up out of me. A <laughs> let me see. So can I just, I know I'm always talking about Kim Kardashian, but I... Are you? I am. <laughs> I probably talked about her um, a lot. But um, as you guys know, or may not know, because a lot of people don't like her, but 
Um, she went to the White House recently, and um, she spoke to them about um, re-entering uh, prisoners into the workforce, and I think that's good. Um, I do feel as if you have a um, a nonviolent crime. I don't know. I, I I'm really iffy about violent people with violent crimes working in the, um, certain places. That's just me. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that, I'm, you know, I don't want to, I feel like people can learn from their mistakes. Don't get me wrong. But certain type of jobs should, you know, they need to do that. You know, yeah, I, I agree. And if, cause the thing is, this is how I look at it. Sometimes people are accused or charged with violent crimes slash when they see us. And some people have actually committed them. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, we don't want to be in this kind of environment because I think things can trigger them. We don't know what they've... Because, you know, the, I, it's been proven that there's no actual rehabilitation happening behind bars. You know, people might come out yeah. worse. But how can we... Okay, first go around go on with your story. But no, I agree with that. But I feel like... Um, I feel like what she's doing is good. I, I definitely agree with her. You know, trying to better that... Sh- I don't want to say that, but... She's trying to better better our lifestyle after prison. Yeah, I think that she's... People that, that, people that come out, the, out of prison, you know, she's trying to help them. And I also seen that she's linked up with Lyft or Uber. Not oh, yeah, Uber, to, to Lyft, get them to, to get, job interviews. I think that's To really get dope. them home, like, for when they get out oh, of prison. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. They get out of prison and she, um, they get free Lyfts home. I think Which that's I think cool. Good. I think that's cool. You know, I think that what she's doing is a good thing, but I still don't trust it. I'm sorry. I think there's an ulterior motive, and I'm just going to wait for it to unfold. I don't think so. I think, I think she's called, growing good. I think it's called Trump 2020, but, you know. I still think there's good coming out of what she's doing, but I just wish this was happening. I think that she's, gro- she's growing up. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like just to separate her from whatever, because she's always expressed that she does not support Trump, but... Has no, she? Yeah. Oh, I never seen her blatantly say it. That's why it makes me feel iffy. Yeah, she, especially with her um, husband. She doesn't. Being, so. su- her husband supports him, and her but mother, she's always I mean, dad. Not yeah. her dad, Bruce. I mean, her step mama. Yeah, I'm forgetting her dad. Rob was her dad, who was actually an attorney, so it makes yeah. sense for her to be involved with law. But so she, um, she definitely said numerous times that she does not agree with Kanye um, supporting Trump. I don't know how I could live in. I mean, obviously they didn't. Trump didn't. That campaign didn't exist. I always, always wonder how people can live like that. But you I know can't. what? Realistically, I don't know. No, you're right, and it's like I don't know because I know someone whose dad is a um, Trump supporter, but he does not believe in a lot of stuff that Trump does. But he felt that he had to vote for Trump because of the way that he favors business owners. And he felt right. And he felt that he... Boy, if you don't get your goddamn... <laughs> right. But that's how people... Some people justify it in those kind of ways. And it's kind of like, when they see stuff like that, they completely ignore the racial issues that have happened and his disregard for people, you know, people's lives and disrespect and the insults and all that stuff. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's cool, Kim. Thank you for using your privilege for good. I just hope that... Hey. There is no ulterior motive that's going to hurt people. I mean, we got black people out here doing stuff. I see their motives. You're right, but I don't want Trump to be the president again. So I doubt he will. Yeah, I don't doubt it. But anyway, that's what's up. I um, that was so. You know what I'm saying? Um, in other news, in other news, I've been trying to educate myself on what's going on in Sudan because realistically, I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that's fair because a lot of people aren't really 
you know, in, in, in lighting on that side of the world. Yeah. So I downloaded the CNN app the other day. I'm such an old man now. Who am I <laughs> becoming? Well, we are becoming who we thought that we were afraid to know. be. <laughs> um, I downloaded the CNN app the other day. And I just read up on the backstory of why um, this is going on. And I read that their leader was in charge for about 30 years. And they protested to get him out. And when he finally did get out, or they finally got him to get out of, you know, the position... The riot started and it's been going on for like four months. I'm just finding out about it last week. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have had a little insight only because one of my college friends is Sudanese. Do you remember when we were in middle school? There was this group of guys called the Lost Boys of Sudan. I'm, I think so. He was one of them, actually. He, me and him went to college together, so he used to post a lot about it on Facebook. But so I only seen a little bit. But what's going on now is I actually called him the other day because I was like. I didn't know where he was at, if he was in Sudan or what. Because, you know, they said they cut off the internet and everything, but I don't even think he had new yet. But, is he here? Yeah, he, uh, yeah he's in Georgia. He used to live in Florida, but he just moved back. But, yeah. This is crazy. I've just I been agree. reading, you know, the things just that are happening to... to kids and women, people in general. It's like, how, and they can't just up and go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you just live, like, how, I can't imagine a life like that. I can't. Right. Like, I just, um, stuff like that scares me, and I hope America never turns out to be something like that. I'm just, I just, as far as social media go, I just be kind of irritated with certain things because everybody's like, oh, turn your avies blue and your profile picture's blue, blah, blah, blah. You think, you think it just don't make an impact? No. I feel you. I feel like we come together for stuff like that, and if, if it's not a cause that's not harmful or not as harmful, like, I feel like um, when people were turning their... Avies for in support of LGBT or in support of black people for Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. Um, okay, whatever, but you still have to do something. Like, yeah. turning your damn avi blue ain't gonna fix shit. Like, yeah, you're not trying to, you yeah. just wanna be a part of the numbers. I agree. So, I'm, I was on LinkedIn recently. Almost every company have, has, I can show you now, rainbow pictures for their brand names and i'm like you know on one hand you be like oh they're accepting lgbtq recognizable but it's they're also marketing trend. exactly it's a marketing <laughs> thing they're on trend with and marketing someone actually said that same thing about the breast cancer awareness oh turn your you put a ribbon in your picture but it's like are you actually getting a mammogram you know what i mean or are you actually donating to to the to research right yeah. so i agree i th- i mean i think that it's still maybe somebody can be like oh why is your abby blue let yeah. me find out so i think there can be ways around it but i do agree that people it's, that's the internet for you, though. It's like, you can't even... It's, it's just... Also, where's that money going? I was watching um, What the Health before. Oh, yeah. And they were just saying mm-hmm. how the Red Cross, like, people donate to stuff like American Red Cross. And um, what's the one when Christmas come around? Oh, the Salvation Army? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. And, like, where, that money does not go there. They're using that money to... Um, to fund companies that are making people have cancer, like food. Oh, yeah, yeah, food, yeah. Certain foods that they have, and um, it's crazy. Like, I just look into stuff like that. So, it makes you want to just start something of your own. Just, I'd rather give it to the hands of the people that's going to actually be yeah, directly impacted it's like, by it. I can't with these organizations. And even with um, um, St. Jude's, sometimes I just be like... It's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's like, how are you supposed to know? And these companies have gotten popular, and these people are, who are running these companies are millionaires. I remember reading somewhere that a guy... And obviously, like, Goodwill is a thrift store, but it's not really... 
intended. It doesn't help anybody. It's their their motto is basically they help me <laughs> get some clothes, oh, right? God. But I'm saying like okay, like you think of the Salvation Army thrift store. They apparently they give clothes to like the homeless stuff like that. But Goodwill actually is like an exchange of clothes, and so their mission basically is that you donate clothes, we create jobs. And so, if you don't donate clothes, then people don't have any work to do. So, that's that's a cool concept, but they were sending the guys, like, this filthy rich guy. He lives on his own island and all this other stuff. I'm thinking, like, is that bad? Like, what is, what is, where is the line drawing? Because I don't know what his, um, his, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of questions, but, yeah. We got to see what we can do about these people in Sudan. This is like. Maybe Kim K can do something about it. I mean, we can't always rely on her. She's one person. <laughs> oh, here you go. Somebody had, uh, did you see, do you keep up with Roland Ray and Cam Yonce? Yeah, and they were saying, Beyonce saying Roland Ray some money. Say they, she got him out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Roland Ray is ignorant. I'm sorry. I can't with Roland Me Ray. Um, I like how he talked, though. So, whatever. Uh, Tokyo <laughs> Tony was managing me. I had gave her $75 over my money back. <laughs> he got that heavy DC accent. <laughs> I love my favorite video of Roland Reigns when he was in the Mac store and he got his makeup done. He was like, it's time to wake him up. <laughs> I never seen That's it. Act, that actually should be our intro. Oh, God. Okay. Say no more. He was like, time to wake him up. <laughs> Say no more. Done. So, um, I can't do Roland Ray though. I can't. He's too problematic for me. Yeah. Way too problematic. Very. <laughs> he said at his funeral, he don't want no regular chairs. Only... <laughs> Only wheelchairs. <laughs> and people just comment comments was like roller right. Everybody can't afford a wheelchair. <laughs> Something is really wrong with him and then he got hit by a car a few months ago, so he had got oh, a Oh I did see that, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, he had got and a He got wheelchair. arrested like a few weeks ago for having two guns under his seat. Yeah, and then he also be wearing a Gucci belt around his knees. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's like a lot. it's like I can't even laugh because of the disability, but it's just like why do you do this? Like what's he literally instead of wearing a belt around his waist, he put it around his knees so you could see that he got the Gucci belt. Oh my god! So I'm like, are you holding your legs together? Like, I mean, is he paralyzed? He probably never mind. Okay, I don't know. So I wanted to bring up, you know, there was a, some stuff. That, so you remember when that video of Maya Angelou came around and the girl called her um, Maya? Yeah. And she checked the little girl. Everybody made a big deal about it. So recently somebody called Ava DuVernay auntie, which I didn't really see the problem with it initially. Right. I get it. So then Oprah made this post recently. And it's, um, so it says auntie Oprah, auntie Gail, auntie Ava, and the word auntie is crossed out. So I'm going to show it to you. I saw that. I didn't read the post though. The caption Oprah magazine posted in many places around the world, placing the title auntie before someone's name who is not your actual aunt is seen as a sign of respect. But Oprah, Gail, and Ava would prefer if you didn't call them Auntie Oprah, Auntie Gail, and Auntie Ava. Tap the link in our bio to find out why we don't like the nickname and what you can call them instead. Okay. <laughs> now, I get it. If you don't want to be called something, like, you know how we be little and we be like, yes, man. They be like, don't call me, ma'am. You're going to make me feel old. So I kind of feel like that's in the same realm. But in many ways, I do feel like that could either be, like she said, a sign of respect or slang. It's like, in the hood, they be like, what's up, aunt? What's up, auntie? But I think that, I mean, at Oprah, y'all are old. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nothing wrong with being old. <laughs> but are you I get, Are you not an aunt? Oh, I guess. Get over it. At the end of the day, <laughs> when I see you, I'm going to call you auntie. I dare you not answer. Well, if somebody asked to not be called, I'm not going to call them that anyway. But I, I am shocked that it's something that they don't want to be called. 
Yeah, like Auntie It's like, oh. like um, Auntie Maxine. I, I'll try her. She told me, I'll be like, what you want to do? Call Uncle? <laughs> uncle, oh, Uncle Oprah. Oh, my God. Yeah, some people making a big case. I feel like Oprah been involved in a lot of media type stuff lately. First, it was the uh, Michael Jackson thing, and then, then they pulled that down, and she took down all her posts about it. Then her friend Gail did the R. Kelly thing, which was nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, she's sure. been very visible. You have anything else to add to Shop Talk? Um... Carisha's pregnant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just playing. You said that last week. Now this got to be the video. Now this got to be the episode after. I'm just playing. Uh, um, what you think about making the stallion date in Monday, yo? You have any opinions on that? Her coochie, her choice. Okay, you're right. Wow, shut me down. I'm canceled. I don't care. I don't care because at the end of the day, we date who we want to date. You're right. I don't know her just because she's very. I feel like she does have a positive light around her. She's a very positive girl. She's smart. She but we don't is know her. very. I mean, I'm just saying from what I see, yeah, like yeah, she's yeah, very, yeah. she's just intelligent. Um, not to down other female artists out there. That's it's not a jab, but recently, um, I think that we have come accustomed to putting people who in the limelight who aren't doing something positive for real. And I get it. You want to show that other people who live different lifestyles can be famous or they can make it. I get it. I get it, but um, I don't like picking at people who are not who are mentally challenged or what? What they got to do with Megan? I'm just saying the oh. the rap girls that are new that's coming out, they kind of not that smart. <laughs> and we if we just being real, and that's that on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby you girl. S- you see that girl who uh, photoshopped her face, body, and hair at the at that uh, event. Listen, she, she's so happy about all these followers she getting. I'm like, girl, they following you be, to Did be known. Did you see the new one? They made a new one. Yes, yeah, like you posted body. it. I swear, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you posted on your public page, but. I- she really what? went all the way. <laughs> she went all the way, and she's not even an ugly girl. Then my thing is, she posted a video, like you can see what she looked like. I don't understand why she did that. Yeah, but she really happy by having these half a million followers. Something's but I like, get it. Negative or positive publicity will get you traction on your page. So whatever, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna work out for her no matter what. So. I like Megan though, and I feel, I like the fact that she's doing. Um, She's talking about global warming and helping with the community because I feel like nobody talks about that. Um, SZA actually has a campaign where she's selling oh, T-shirts to help, um, and the proceeds are going to help clean the ocean. I think that's dope. You know, it's so, disgusting when you find out how much trash is just floating in the ocean. That's why I'm I'm really somebody who will find, I will hold on to some trash for a long time before I find a trash can. It really bothers me. But you know what I also don't like? I worked at some jobs, and I ain't going to call them out. They Call have them. recycling bins and trash cans. And the cleaning crew that comes in and clean, they throw it all in the same trash can. It's like the company had the right initiative. But y'all hire people that don't care. And I mean, like, but what you going to do in the job interview, do you care about recycling? Exactly, because it's like these people probably. And they're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> so it's I like, should've. I wish that it was, um, I, like you said, some people don't care. All right, obviously. I don't expect them to literally care, but it sucks because we act. Like, I know somebody who comes in and puts in the effort to bring recyclable things. Stop. <laughs> oh, why you always got to dance when I'm talking? <laughs> Anyways, I am, I care about the global environment. I'm really fearful that the kids that, that are produced from our generation won't be able to fully survive in the environment that's to come. That's a really scary Period. Oh, can I talk about? So I've been, uh, I've been talking for a while now. I've been talking about buying a new home. I have been home shopping, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all. 
I don't know what I want to do. I, I looked at some really, really nice houses in the South Wilson area, and I'm probably not moving over there no more. I thought I was going to, but. That's down that. Was, I already told her she wasn't going to really. Effort. It was, the houses were in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about, this is my first time being in South Atlanta. I just didn't know where I was at. Yeah. But I, um, there are some really nice houses I saw on this side of town. But they're going to cost me about $100,000 more for the house that I could have gotten in the South Side for cheaper. But a lot of these neighborhoods had like a lot of Impalas and um, Chargers. Wow. And are I you had car to be, shaming? I had to be classes. But I, I, with my growing up life experience, I know it comes with that. So I'm probably just going to understand where I'm at. And that's just that on that. Anyway. Mm. So, are we getting into the today's topic of whatever? Oh, whatever. I say so. What you got? So, um, I thought that I wanted to touch on a subject, which I think we all can relate to, or in some um, some fashion, you know. Um, you know, how things go. But, anywho. <laughs> um, so, today's topic is going to be... Generational curses. Mm. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into that. So, I'm going to tell that Roland Ray the whole time. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I, will, I will mess the mics up or something. I can't. <laughs> let's get into that. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I'm not going to play with you. Stop. So, <laughs> so um, let's talk about it. All right, so what you got? Do you so, have, um, is that something that you've been working on, battling generational curses? My, well, one that I can think of off top, I'm going to try to think of some more of that. Because sometimes it's, it becomes second nature because it's like, you don't know, you never know. Like, it takes me to watch certain things on TV and listen to certain podcasts and stuff about, um, especially dealing with like therapy and just, mm-hmm. Um, the way of life, like, I never realized that some of the stuff that I do is really toxic. Me too. Some of the stuff that I do say, the way I think, it's really toxic, and I never, you know, realized that. Um, one thing I can say, um, I don't mean to snitch on my mama, please don't. Uh, we love you, Shirley. Yeah, but my mama used to always tell me growing up, and I understood why, but she used to be like, don't bring no white woman in my house. And I used to be like, I don't like women. (laughs) I mean, that too. But uh, I'm just like, um, why? Yeah. You know? You know why? I never, I didn't know. I can't, now that I'm older, I understand why. But um, (laughs) for the longest, I just, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not like that. I'm not going to be. a person that just won't date, date outside my race and da, 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 and I've never dated outside my race. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of opposed to it. But realistically, let me just be honest and be clear. I live in the South. I live in it in Georgia. Okay? It's one, one of the, so, <laughs> the blackest cities the in this country. The blackest cities. And I also live in Georgia. Like, Atlanta is blackest city, but the state of Georgia is Not a lot bad. of racist white people. Okay, so (laughs) so what happens is mentally, I just personally think that this is the this isn't the right climate to date outside my race. Yeah, Um, I've I've I just I don't know. Like I just the times that we're in right now, I'm not mentally prepared for that. Like it ain't even just white people because 
Yeah, I don't want to. Okay. Personally... Okay. So um, <laughs> I feel like, because so, sometimes I even feel like Hispanics are much more racist than white people. And I say this all the time and people be looking at me crazy. But... Explain, because I would like to understand. Um, I feel as if I run into more racist Hispanics and Latinas or Latinos. Okay, I can understand the um, with, uh, yeah, I've seen that. more than white people. And the thing about white people is that for the most part, even if they don't dis, if they do dislike black people, I know this may sound fake, but at least they don't act like it. All Bro, the time. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I you will, know what I'm let saying? me know how you feel so I can keep it moving. So. It's not like something that, uh, unless something go down or they be on crack or something. <laughs> but um, I run into a lot of situations where a lot of Hispanic, and it's, I noticed it a lot from Hispanic women. They like black men. They like to date black men um, for recreational purposes. Let's just say that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But then when it comes down to certain things, they be the main ones, you know, just screaming hate towards black women and certain black men on certain things and it's just like they're racist. Yeah, no, I And then I know what, what make and I felt like that for a long time and I know this is just a TV show but I remember saying this to some people and they like what? Cuz I feel like I, I may have said this on another episode but I felt like in a way stop watering that plant. You going to overwater it. She's watering a plant. Not just any plant. What is it? A succulent and I've never watered it since I've had it. And I've had it for a while. So carry on with your little subject. Ishala Kandala. <laughs> but, um, so, <clears throat> uh, even watching shows like Love and Hip Hop, and you know they do have a large Hispanic audience because of their show. They have a lot of... I feel like out of, the, out of all the seasons, um, Miss Nikki Baby and Jocelyn, were probably the only ones who I felt like weren't racist. Okay. Weren't like or compared to like people like Veronica Vega and she yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying Veronica Vega C, C. Um, <laughs> just kidding Veronica Vega I Erica actually don't want oh and Sin Santana Sin, you know she went on lip service talking about how. This is why black men date Latina women. Talking about because black women are crazy. I'm like, y'all are known okay. for being crazy. Latinas are known for being crazy. Let's talk it's just about ignorant. it. And then here you go. Now you're not with your black king no more because he cheated on you. Here we go. <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's a, just stuff like that. It's just, I, I just hear certain things that come out of people's mouth. Even Cardi B. Yeah. As much as I love Cardi B and, you know, whatever. But she has said some really ignorant things that I feel like nobody ever, they give her a pass on. I don't, I don't think know they why. give her a pass. It's swept under the rug. Well, it's not you know talked what? about I as much. I say they don't give a pass, but really, Nicki Nick Minaj was the one that called her out. Exactly, <laughs> she but she everybody calls black women roaches. Ain't even that. Like certain things that she said online, and I feel like she should be held accountable for it because Nicki Minaj is just calling it out. But yet and still, people are like, "Oh, she's just a hater." Yeah, she's they just want to keep. They just want to keep her. They like, they don't want to lose Cardi, so they gonna sweep yeah, under the rug. She's That's, not lying. I feel like somebody else was in the same predicament, and I was just like, "Wow, y'all not gonna do nothing. Nothing. Like, y'all not gonna." That's what I'm saying. And let somebody say one little thing. Like in a black community, or or even white people. I don't mean to take up for white people, but in this case, let a white person say some stuff like that, and y'all let these people say nigga. At the end of the day, I I, try, I talk to people about this, and everybody is always like, "Oh, well, technically Hispanics and Latina people no. are considered black." And um, I'm like, "No, that I'm were like, they what? ever enslaved?" 
I know for a fact that Dominican and Cubans are black to me. Yes, well, they you are. Know, they look Not, black. They and well, and you know, like, when historically speaking, Christopher Christopher Colon and his people slid through there, and they they might have. So I know, like for example, the Haitians they defeated them. That's why they weren't. You know, they they. They were able to keep their land, but these people were brought along that trail, so that's how they ended up there. So of course they are African. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can't it's crazy that people would deny that though, because y'all are black. They don't think <laughs> that's why I said they don't need to say nigga they because it. they deny it. You're right. Like they they're black when it's convenient and I don't like that. Yeah, no, you're like right. even with Veronica Vega, she just because she said nigga and they call her out on it, she's like, Well, I mean I am black. My great grandmama. I'm like, sis, <laughs> you don't claim blackness. Like, no you don't time. even consider yourself to be black. You're right. You're exactly. right. Exactly. And, and people, I feel the same way about people like Cardi B. I'm, I don't mean to keep throwing her under the bus. No, I know. It's, it's fair. It's totally it. fair. She I just feel a, like at this point in, in pop culture, it's like, it's, we're not, first of all, we're not to accept people saying it, but it's so hard to be like, okay, you can say it, but you can't say it. It's just like, honestly, I don't think people should be saying the word at all. If yeah. you ask me, I don't black or not. I just think that you can try to say you've repurposed it and all this other stuff, but we knows what happens when that repurposedness comes from some, you know, from another direction. Now, obviously, I don't cuss at all, so I don't, I don't really, I'm not holding it down because I don't use the N word, but I, I really used, like, I always feel like the word should not be said as much. I just feel like, come on, y'all, let's do, because now it's like we, now, I'm sure, I, I always wonder where that trend came from when the word, like, what, did it start with slavery? Like, okay, so for example, um, like, you know how you are a kid in school and somebody called you big head and everybody mm-hmm. laugh and they're like, move big and everybody call you big head. So did it come from like slave masters calling us the N word and then they using it against each other, probably humorously, but it just becomes a trend at some point. So now you, so now you are divided and you're saying this hurtful word because you know it's hurtful, but it came from massa, but you gotta do it. Am I, am I making sense? Yeah. It's like, it's like, maybe I, that was, talk, I grew up like that. My mama wouldn't even let me say mammy. Or, 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 uh, fool. What was the word you couldn't say? Piss. Piss. Yeah. I couldn't say piss. You could I, say mammy. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, my mama wouldn't let me say that. Like, I literally would, I got a lecture for singing Project Pat, Chicken Head, <laughs> and she stayed at your mammy house. And, <laughs> Sorry, I got Shirley. a lecture about that. Like my mama did not play that about stuff she like that. So I queen. get it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, when you're a kid, you don't understand that. You don't care to understand. But it takes for you to become an adult. But yeah. I, I wish that we could get rid of the word. But it's just not happening. That just is what it is. But it sucks because I feel like the people that are saying it and getting away with it, they are. I feel like they be trolling high key, low key. Like they don't care. They they they'll take the heat that comes with it because it'll get them exposure. Yeah. So, so do you think now? What is this aligned to reel it back around with generational, generational curses? curses? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went totally off subject with that because I just felt really, really hard uh, about that. But I just feel like um, my mom. I don't want to necessarily say she was wrong for raising me like that, but I just wish that that wasn't a big thing, and I wish she would have been like, you know. I feel like I feel this way about this race, but um, also educate feel, you maybe. Yeah, and 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 let me know why, but also give me the space to make that choice on my own if I want to do that, or if, you know what I'm saying, opposed to me just coming out of the gate. Because realistically, how is that any different from white people raising their kids up to be like Racist. black people are? The scums of the earth, yeah. call them this, you know, they're, they're niggers, da 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 da. Yeah, you're right. It's not, I think, it's no well, you difference. don't think there's a level of harshness, though? That's, that makes a difference? Um, 
Because I feel Definitely like yes. you heard telling you not but, to bring home a white woman doesn't mean that you hate white people. It's just kind of like, sorry, I can't date. I don't know. Maybe it's all about how you interpret it. That is, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I, I always thought about that. But, and then now, I can't, like, I cannot. I don't even McKeon, look that way. I don't even look that way. But you know what? The thing is, nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You have to be attracted to what you're attracted to. So if you don't like it, yeah. then that just is what it is. I don't, think there's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I can't date a white man. I always said I couldn't because I don't think he... No matter how much I try, I will understand. Like, I can never go to a white therapist. I need to, there's a cultural difference that, like, I wouldn't want to, like, I just, you just don't understand me. And it's getting, I can try to explain to you, but you have, I need somebody who has some struggle. And some yeah. struggle, some struggle with the stuff that I'm battling with because, I mean, obviously there are white people that grew up in the hood, but there's just some things that just cannot be explained without that. It's just like black people who grew up in the suburbs trying to, be hood. Yeah, and yeah. this is like realistically like You don't know what we went through can, to even be alive. I can be today. friends with you but for real for stop trying to fake relate. Like it's not that deep. Yeah, I know. That's definitely mean. one generational curse from my personal family that I hate. Um and I'm learning to break a lot of stuff. Like I definitely um like my family is big on food and but we also have a line of um heart problems like everybody mm-hmm. in my family pretty much has high blood pressure and heart problems that's a generational curse to yeah me. you're right that's i think those habits yeah you how else can you because you know i've actually read somewhere that health issues aren't actually a like a genetic they say there are ways to break it because of lifestyle habits yeah and i think like you said they're big on food so these are things that just happen when your body's made up how your body's made up and you do these things this is what's gonna come out of it yeah so now that's why i'm choosing to you know, eat cleaner, even though I do still eat fried stuff and all that other stuff. But <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't think there's nothing wrong with doing that. You just got to, you know, control it. You know what yeah. you're doing now. I'm I'm not eating meat. Um, I'm pulling back on dairy. <laughs> um, Since when? <laughs> hey. Don't do you that. You know what? I'm not going to lie. So, I don't know what my generational curses are. Does that make sense? I think that there are things that... Maybe that means you're just really immune to it. That's a great point. Now, there are traits about me that sometimes I'm like, oh, I got that from my mama. But I, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I think the way that I handle things, I do think that I want to, um, because the thing is, I don't know much about my grandmother's childhood or life or my Mm -hmm. great grandmother's life. You know what I mean? To understand and connect those trends. All I really know is the stories that I was told, but I know the experience that I have with my mother, but I don't know if the experiences that I have are relate or direct correlation from just growing up or if it's something that has been trying to be beat because my family I don't really know a whole lot about our history unfortunately um I, we have a history of trauma in what ways that like sucks. like my abuse this, or... yeah abuse and um like my mom told me stories my mom's mom was white and so <gasps> you cannot say the n-word I'm only 25% white <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't but, know did I know um, I don't know. I don't know. That's but interesting. My mom, so my mom's mom, which is my grandma, she was white, and she was killed because she was dating a black man, obviously, because my mom is black, but she was dating a black man, and she was killed during Christmas time because she was trying to save money to buy them Christmas gifts, and she would walk home instead of catch the bus and they killed her because she was dating a white man. I mean, a black man. Oh my God. So my mom, my mom was the oldest of nine kids and she lost her mom at 16. 
Oh because of that. My God. So that definitely I can understand how she could be like, don't they know like what exactly. I don't want it to happen to you. Like just okay, I can understand. Exactly. That. She's just like she don't even she don't even like white people because of that. Oh, because my God. It, of course she she not finna hate her mama just because of that, but yeah, she, um, but she knows she what just, happened. She, yeah, she knew that that's not even how that was supposed to go. Dang, that's crazy. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think that I. Um, you know what? This is gonna sound savvy, but this is something that hit me today. So I um well on Father's Day. I don't, I won't say this is a generational curse, but I do think that there are voids that I have from like parenting. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I have those realization moments. Like today I had a contractor come to my house to look at some work that can be done. And the contractor was telling my boyfriend, he was like, oh yeah, y'all can do this. Cause it's not that easy. My boyfriend was like, the boyfriend messed with my boyfriend was like, oh yeah, we can do this. I mean, my dad can do this. I can do that. And I'm like, dang, I wish I had my daddy or not even had my daddy, but I wish I had a male figure that, because the stuff that needs to be done around my house is not a big deal, but I didn't, it didn't register in my head that I'm like, oh, I got to pay somebody to come do it. Yeah. But a lot of people have like men in their life that come do oil change or put a window up. And I know everybody doesn't have it, but it did hit me because I feel like there have been a lot of things in my adult life that I would have learned had I had a male figure and not just my boyfriend that I wouldn't have had to experience. And this is not, I don't even know if my daddy is a handyman, but it did make me feel a way because it's like, oh, you and your daddy are going to come and do that for me? Yeah. Why can't I just call my daddy and do that? He probably, my daddy probably be like, hey, I got a good man who can work on that, which is fine. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff I'm learning the hard way because I didn't really have nobody around. Even for my mother, like, I don't really cook a lot. My mama cooked a little bit, but it was not a thing that we did, like, through bonding. And yeah. I had to go pay somebody to teach me how to drive because my mother didn't drive or I didn't really know a lot about my hair. My hair was jacked up in grade school. Any of y'all who knew me, you better delete all them pictures right now. <laughs> but I learned a lot about self-care the hard way. I learned a lot of stuff about myself and life in general the hard way because me and my mother didn't really have that bond. But I'm starting to think that she didn't have that with her mother too. So maybe that is one of the curses. It's kind of just like not knowing how to connect. Because I'm real quick. That's why I think that's why it's so easy for me to cut people off because I don't try to connect with them anyway. So it's kind of like just like, all right, I'm good, love. I definitely can agree to a certain extent because my mom... I think that she tried to, and I appreciate her for that. She tried to break a generational curse, and she knew I didn't have a male figure growing up. So she put me in the Big Brothers program. That, oh, yeah. You should, so, I remember that was fine. I was very envious. I wanted that. Yeah. So I ended up doing that, and that program just really exposed me to so many different things that made me a little open-minded. Um, well, a lot of open-minded about just certain things that went on around me and just... I got to do stuff that I know that it, me living in Chestnut Ridge on Camerton <laughs> Road, I would not no. have been done. You know, yeah, you was doing. doing cool stuff. Like, so, you was going to parks and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, even, that sounds basic, but, but when you we in, in the hood. That. We you was on that same I, street all day long. Yeah. All day long. You don't do stuff like that. Like, going, yeah. to, going to parks, playing baseball, going to... Um, you know, just learn how to cut grass. Yeah, I made bread from scratch. Yeah. I learned how to drive from from him. Um, I went to a whole, like, you know, just different stuff like that. And I think that me growing up, um, that made me a more friendly, open-minded person. But dealing with a sibling and her kids and people like that who don't have that, they don't understand it. And yeah. they're looking at me like I'm a weirdo. And it kind of made me shut down. And you know what's so crazy? Them saying those insults come from a, a place of interest. They just don't know how to express it. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily insults, but it just looked like they like, what? Like, 
Who doing it? Yeah. I call myself. Remember how I remember before therapy became this thing? People were like, therapy? Yeah. You ain't crazy. That's for white folks. I felt that way. I have felt that way. And it probably was less than three years ago that I felt that way. But yeah. now it's like, well, what's your, how y'all gonna get there? You see people that be crazy 40, 50 years old. How they get that way? Probably because they didn't have nobody to talk to. Yeah. So, so it's just, that. now it's like, I had to shut down. And even in my adult life, I found myself doing that sometimes where I don't even express myself a lot because I feel like, in a small way, my, my my brain and my capabilities are just a little bit too advanced for people around me. Because when I bring it up, it's either no interest or they try to make me feel some type of way about yeah. about doing it. Even exactly with me eating mean. healthier, they like oh my oh, god, people be like you oh, eat grass. Oh, make sure y'all do that because you know Alicia don't eat meat. And it's like, well, you know, I also by doing that, I lessen my likelihood of getting cancer. People don't think about but it, but it's just, like, that's they, not for me they, to like they, down they, them. But it's like you gotta open, you gotta realize that there are bigger cases, bigger things to life than ten piece fried, deep fried. Exactly. I do feel <laughs> like um, I have a lot of friends that are um, of different ethnicities, mm-hmm. and they have certain things that they go by because. Uh, most people from different countries, they really value family and they mm-hmm. value yeah. like family traditions and stuff like that. But a lot of times people don't realize that their family traditions and certain things that they've been taught from their family are very, very detrimental to their everyday life. Do you have an example? Um, say, for instance, like in America, typical black family, they are like uh, like 50% of the, of the time you probably will get somebody that will disown you because you're being gay, being okay. gay okay, yeah. or doing something like that. But in another country, like if you were to go to Africa or India or even Asia sometimes, they're going to kill you. Yeah, you're you know right. what I'm saying? Like, and they, and they make it such a big deal and it, and it just, you know, it's carried from generation to generation to generation. And they don't even know why they have that hate for their child. Do you know why you don't like your child being gay? Like, what is it? What? I don't know. It's just like, I always think about when people, like, I remember when people, like, I feel like in this era, people are more accepting a little bit. But remember, remember when Frank Ocean came out? Yeah. People said they would stop listening to his music. I'm like, what changed Girl. about him? Like, I don't even understand. But Tyler created. But they, yeah, Elton John has been gay since forever today. And, and right, him and Ellen were like groundbreaking coming out stories. Because they were white. Exactly. But you know what? What I've learned too, and this is um, something about white people that I am a little envious of is that they're a little bit more acceptive of that. Like, yeah. they don't look at their kids as weak and they don't talk down on them for the most part just because they are different or they're gay or whatever the case may be. They don't treat them in some type of way. But black people will make you feel like you're a freak show, a weirdo. They, you know, just want to ostracize you. It's just not fair. Even even with, like, certain skin colors. I remember we did an experiment in second grade. I don't know why. I just would never forget this. I went to Conley Hills. Hey, My teacher. EP? That East Point, right? Yeah. Okay. EP? Um, I... My teacher, she did an experiment to try to show us how it felt to be segregated. Okay. And she took a brown paper bag, and she said, if you're lighter than this brown paper bag, you can do whatever you want. I'm going to give you a hall pass to go to the library all day. You can do get on the computers. Everybody else is darker than this. Well, got to do get work. get counsel for this experiment today. But go ahead. Exactly. So, anybody that's darker than this bag, got to do work. So, all the kids that were dark were crying and it was like because they felt bad and then the next day they switched so the lighter kids had to do their work and the darker kids had to do that so i don't even know where i was going with this so i think you would explain (laughs) the understanding of like separation 
Yeah, they were trying to they were trying to teach it. I felt like that was a good experiment to, to for to show them what well, to show us to make us feel like you know Don't, we shouldn't treat people like exactly. that. Exactly, I think that's a good way for kids to understand. Like exactly, yeah. you. I mean, I think that's a good experiment. Now today she might be unemployed. How she would be on CNN, <laughs> right? Dang, that's interesting. It's really sad, but you know what's so crazy? People don't even realize the divide they're creating. I remember um, reading an article about how black families are basically the only culture where when you're 18, you got to get out of the house. There are mm. people There are people from other ethnicities. I mean, they grown, still stay with their parents. And I had to stop that, too, because I was one of those people. It's just because that's how I was raised, and that's just the thought that people instilled in my head, that once you get 18, 19, you gotta be on your own. You well, gotta you have it together. Well, you think about how our minds when we were 18, you think we was ready to live on our own? No. Heck And, and no. I was staying with my sister, and she was ready for me to go. <laughs> like, off rip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, yikes. Yeah. Imagine me in the streets trying to figure it out on my own. And that's, yeah. Yeah, it's right. So now people are hustling. They're doing things illegally because they got to figure out a way so they can live on their own. Yeah. And it's just this whole thing. But I hear heard of lots of cultures. People are 30s. and 40s. I mean, not all black families, obviously. I know people that have were in their 30s and they finally moved out. But I think it's interesting because if you think about it, a lot of, especially when we were growing up, those families could have used that extra help with that person being yeah. in the house. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that person's moved out. Now you have one less income to contribute to a lifestyle. And now you want that person to give you money now you divide your relationship even more and they still it's just like a lot that's why people like i gotta make it because i gotta get my mom out of the hood i gotta do this and this and that it's like well if y'all if that family dynamic was still there y'all could have worked collaboratively and made situations better but (sighs) wow that's interesting yeah Hmm. i remember i used to feel like um I used to just like fear being a parent because I used to, I used to, I, I just didn't know like what kind of parent I would be. I still don't know if I want kids, but that's not the point. I don't, I'm not ready for kids. I'll say that. But I used okay. to fear like, I remember I used to think whoopings was acceptable. I will, I will not be beating my kids, period. But you know, that was our form of punishment. That's supposed to like help you realize the mistake you made. And I used to be like, well, I don't want to whoop my kids. So are my kids going to run over me and all this other crazy stuff? Are you laughing at me? Or are you laughing at the post? I'm laughing at you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about you don't want to whoop people. I, you know, I just used to be in a confused place in life because I used to get whoopings for all kinds of stuff and I felt like my mama didn't understand me and she didn't, I used to get in trouble for nothing. She wouldn't listen to me and I'm like, I don't want to be that kind of parent. Like, I'm just scared and now that I'm more uh, I'm more of an adult, I'm 30 now and I'm so thankful that I, I have waited this long to have kids and I'm able to get to know myself better and kind of determine my decision making and all those other things. So I just think, I don't know, I just think that... I will say just just by because I mean of course I've been around you forever and I've actually lived in the house with you so and your mama I feel mm-hmm. like it's very rare that you would just find somebody that had to deal with situations like that and <laughs> can grow up and be different. <laughs> you right? Like <laughs> Alicia, you. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it's no, just you like... No, my boyfriend says the same thing. Mind you, he didn't even how? experience it. He just knows, like, the stories I told him. He'd be like, how are you living? How are you, how are you so good? <laughs> how is that even happening? You know what I mean? Who? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Wow. I don't know. You know what, though? I think the thing is... um I, I asked myself the same question, but I used to spend a lot of time alone, like, in my room, and I think that helped me, like, create my own personality type. You know what I'm saying? Girl, I ain't had no choice. I ain't had no brothers. <laughs> my sister was the older with kids at work, and I'm, so, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, it's, yeah, I can't lie. I used to be. It's so funny because I think, I honestly, now thinking about it, I probably would have been ready to live on my own at 18. You feel like you would? <laughs> I think I would have. I couldn't I afford I it, but I, I think I would have been good. But who's to say? I don't know. I don't even remember what, what went through my 18-year-old mind. I just wanted to work, 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 and not go home. Work, 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 work. So, but um, I feel like um, definitely a way to deal with generational curses is, for one, go to therapy. Okay? Acknowledge them. And, yeah, like own up to it and just, because sometimes it's blind. You're blind to it. Like, I was blind to a lot of stuff. I was, me too. like, a lot. And I watched certain shows. I'm like, oh, my God, that's bad? Like, I've been yeah. doing that for a long time. Or, mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. You just have to first acknowledge them and then, uh, what you know what I'm saying? And just try to help. Even if you don't go to a therapist, you should try to find ways to deal with it on your own until you can get to a therapist. Cause you, should. you know something I used to do? And I, it probably wasn't a popular thing. But when I was younger during those years where I probably should have been turned out to be a bad person, I used to be on a lot of forums. And I would write a, I would write a post about like what's happening in my life. And people would give I me advice. I never knew that. Yep, I used to do that. And I had to make a secret, like another account so people would never find me. But I used to write about all kinds of stuff. This is so weird. I always wish I was a forum kid. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I like... I used to put relationship stuff, all health stuff. I'm for real, for, I swear to God. I probably could go back and look into all my posts I made. Wow. But I had... I'm telling you, people used to give me all kinds of advice. I swear to people, God. People... I remember <laughs> having friends that used to just be up to like four in the morning on the forums on different sites just like talk crap. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't like a, um, like a chat room. It was kind of like... It was... That's what I used to use. Okay. It was like okay. so you submit a question and people who are people want to help they under that t- topic they give advice and I, I used to put like even when I got older I would put car issues on there I'm talking about some crap I don't even want to see the post actually. <laughs> oh my god! But I was a kid like teenager just putting all kinds of stuff and they they used to help me so I think I was already an internet kid I was raised by the internet. Me, uh, <laughs> I tell people this all the time I definitely was raised by the internet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so my advice to everybody is to just try to acknowledge your negative um, generational curse from curses from your family. I know it's kind of hard to think of your parents like that because it's just like that's a sensitive subject. But realistically, it's it's real, and you just have to be a change. Like, who knows? You could be the person that changed your parents' mind right. about certain things or your family. You just got to figure it out for yourself. Do whatever steps you need to take to change it, and just be a different, better person. I agree for yourself. And think about it. If if you remember the, the trauma that you went through dealing with it, the last thing you want is to have that same impact on your children or anybody. Or be, else yeah, anybody matter. around you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like go ahead and break it and address it. It's not going to be easy, but I think you should take things at the pace that works for you. But please acknowledge it. Write about it, man. Let me tell you something. I am a writer. I used to write so much stuff and just delete it because if I write it and I come back and read it, then sometimes it'll click. But you just gotta you just have to be open minded. You gotta rely on resources. And if people are giving you advice about that stuff, don't push it out. They might be, you know, they they might have good intentions that could, you know, positively benefit you. Me. Absolutely, positively. Anyway, all right, y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please, 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 please write us five stars on every platform possible. Leave a good note. Follow us on the gram. All the links will be in the comments. Holla at your girls. Holla at your curl. Holla at your burl. Holla at your whirl. Holla at your twirl. Holla at your swirl. Swallow, holla at your Earl. Holla okay. at your. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>